listening to Real Talks Dominate Your Real Estate Business, a podcast for realtors. Every week, your host, Carly Bengals, sits down with experts in the real estate industry to discuss ways to become a more successful business owner. Always good to see you, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. So today's topic is very exciting. It's holiday Popeye time. <laughs> and I think that, uh, mean that. <laughs> the uh, the other day you and I were talking about how, and I think that I said that there was, there's no easier time to get in touch with our clients than around the holidays. Yeah. And some of us probably think when, or if you were to, you know, pull the average American, you know, when did the holidays begin? Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Well, for realtors, it's actually in October because we can take advantage of Halloween mm-hmm. and all the opportunities to do Popeyes and client events around uh, Halloween as well. So I know the topics Popeyes, we can probably expand that a little bit into client events, right? Uh, there are some people that are doing client events. Um, so where do you want to start? Gosh, organizing our database? No, um, we can, so there, there's so many parts to it. Like we can talk about a lot of cool ideas. We can talk about price. We can talk about ease. Um, but I think it really comes down to blocking out the time and just being committed to doing it. I've told the story before about me buying, you know, 40 pumpkins and letting them freeze in my driveway. So right. um, I would say just commit, get some help. Uh, but I kind of wasn't kidding about the database because you also need to map out your route. But wh- where do well, you? And, well, and who gets what? I think yeah. that's a very interesting, right? So are we talking you know, our A pluses, which you and I often say are about our top 10%, our raving fans, right? Um, and everyone's like, well, how many is that? You know, if you know a thousand people, maybe it's not a hundred, right? It's probably less than a hundred. So whatever you're comfortable with. But I was walking by Whole Foods the other day and, you know, they're not exactly known for inexpensive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had carving pumpkins for six bucks, you know, good, like medium sized pumpkins. And I took a picture of it and I was going to post it on Facebook and then I never did. But, um, you know, the thought was, hey, you know, even if you're an agent and you decided to go there and grab 10 pumpkins and throw them in the trunk of your car and then decide that evening who you're going to visit over the next two days, who doesn't want a pumpkin on their front porch, whether they're going to carve it or not? Um, It's just, it's a nice fall look. So Mm -hmm. anyway, um, let's delve into the details, but I do wonder how many people get stuck in this uh, analysis paralysis and, you know, so who is going to get it? What is it? Mm -hmm. And I've got a lot of coaching clients that are going to be doing multiple Popeyes between now and the end of the year, right? They're doing the pies, they're doing the pumpkins, they're doing the holiday cards, you know, whatever. Um, Well, and I want to encourage, I love what you said about you know, 10 pumpkins, why not? Um, so don't overthink it. Five pot buys is better than none. But I also want to encourage you to not overthink it, like who deserves it. Mm-hmm. That just becomes a matter of budget. And I have um, friends and coworkers who do tons of pot buys. Hundreds of people get their gifts mm-hmm. and it has a big impact. So I would say, depending on your bandwidth, depending on how busy you are, depending on how much support you have, don't undersell the value of a pot buy either. Um, And I have a story and I'll try to be careful to not out anyone. Many, many years ago, I referred one of my sisters to an agent and I was visiting her and her wife and they were talking about how much they don't like their agent. And it's the same agent. They've used Mm -hmm. her five times. 
They'd used her five times and they don't like her. And they were talking about it and they felt terrible. I'm like, guys, I didn't know this woman. I researched her. I found her. I gave you the referral fee. Like, don't do me any favor. Mm -hmm. Why do you keep her around? And they said, she gives us so much good stuff. This woman is the queen of Popeyes. Mm -hmm. You know, I was at their house and I saw this lavender above their sink. And I'm like, where did the lavender come? This is a year before. <laughs> oh, it's from her, right? She dropped by with beer and pretzels. She gives us a Christmas tree every year. So don't undervalue the mm -hmm. incredible impact of Popeyes, even on the people who aren't sure they like you. I don't know that I would do that, but it's working in this woman's case. Right, right. So where to start? I think, you know, I like your idea of taking 30 minutes or an hour and figuring out your budget, doing a little bit of brainstorming around what you want to do. Yeah. And I think it often, you know, it really, I'd like, I'd prefer that everybody start with a budget instead of working backwards yeah. and, you know, I want to do all this and then figuring how much it's going to be. I think it's better, you know, ideally you have in your 2020 business plan, how much money you want to spend on Popeyes, right? Yeah. Most of the people listening or watching this don't, right? So figure out, you know, what is that between now and the end of the year? And then you can figure it out and kind of back out what you're going to do. And if you're the one doing the labor, if you don't have to hire help to deliver these items, then it's going to save you money. Lisa Saunders, who's one of our managers in the Hampton Roads market, Thanksgiving week, I think it was two years ago. It wasn't last year. Maybe she did it last year, but I didn't talk to her about it. But two years ago, her and her team and hired help and family and everything, they delivered, I think it was 200 pies Thanksgiving week, wow. you know, dropped them off. Yep. So, you know, we've got the, the pop buys, the reverse pop buys, you know, you name it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think spending a few minutes figuring out what the budget is and then going from there makes a lot of sense. Well, can we just talk a little bit of mindset around money? Because I think you and I are definitely not the coach. It's to encourage people to hemorrhage money. Mm -hmm. but I think, I think when it comes to our sphere of influence, a lot of agents suddenly get tight. You know, yes. why would I, you know, $2,000 on a party. They're like, oh, really? They're like, mm -hmm. are you crazy? <laughs> there are people spending $2,000 a month to Zillow. Right. Getting eight leads that aren't very closable. Yep. So, Please, please. And, and so Charlie's absolutely right. Have a sphere of influence uh, touch budget. Um, but let's talk about that. Let's pick easy math. Let's say you got 100 people, mm -hmm. 100 people in your database, 100 people in your sphere, 100 people you're willing to pop by okay. in all tents about money. Let's say the $6 a household is a real number and we don't have $600 to drop off pumpkins. Think about other ways that you would spend $600 in your business. Right. And if you had a referral, right? What would be the referral fee on a single transaction? 600 bucks? No, probably like 3,500. Right, right. Point. Sure. Quit being a tightwad when it comes to marketing to your own people, but a budget will take you far. So I've done math in my class and I'm trying to think quickly off the top of my head. Um, you know, a couple hundred dollars a year, a household is not too much money to spend over the lifetime of how many times they could use you and refer you. Yep. So yeah, I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't, I'm not saying don't go cheap. Like if you find an inexpensive thing, that's wonderful, but don't not do it because of money unless you don't have any. And that's a whole other thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't I was going to, I was going to, going to go off on a tangent, but I'll, I'll save that for another day. Um, I was doing some thinking this morning and anyway. Um, okay. So, so let's think of, 
some ideas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and let's also include the client events. I think there's some people out there that are thinking client events are completely off. We're not doing that. I've got people doing pumpkin, uh, pumpkin patch events. Okay. Um, yep. I had somebody do one, I think this past weekend, I don't know how it went. I'll have to check in with him tomorrow uh, to see how it went. You know, we we're aware of, uh, Lily down in Raleigh doing her Kona ice event in August where she got 70 people from her farm to show up. Yep. Uh, these are not crowded parties in an enclosed space no. with maskless people, right? We're not talking about um, a super spreader event like we've been having in Washington, DC <laughs> lately. Um, that is not what I'm talking about, right? So we're talking about outside events, socially distanced, wear your mask, be responsible. You know, I feel like there's some people that hear client event, they immediately think, no way, no how, it's irresponsible. And it doesn't have to be, right? You can do it the right way and you can advertise it the right way. And I think that, you know, and I think that it can work. So we've also got, I've got somebody that is doing a drive through trick or treat. So in her town, she doesn't think Halloween's really gonna happen. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious to see what happens like, like in the South, is Halloween going to be normal because it's not, you know, COVID's not a thing. And then yeah. like in the Northeast, is 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 nobody going to leave their house? I'm very curious to see how it works in yeah. America. Halloween in America in 2020, what you know, what is that? Yeah. Anyway, she's doing a a, a trick or treat drive through where her team members uh, are going to be kind of spaced out and lined up in a movie theater parking lot because the movie theater is not open at, you know, at this time mm -hmm. and they're inviting their clients. She sells a lot of houses. They'll get hundreds of cars through mm -hmm. and they're going to put the window down, right? The back window down and they're going to reach in and drop the candy into the kids, you know, plastic pumpkin or pillowcase mm -hmm. or whatever the kids got. Right. So, you know, that's an idea that's perfectly safe and it's a way to, be in touch with your people. And I think what we forget with some of these events is <clears throat> while it's nice to be able to have a conversation with everybody that attends, the beauty is also in the conversation around the invitation and then the follow-up conversation after the event. And even if you're doing like a drive-through thing, if I know some people are doing these, these reverse pie pop buys mm -hmm. where normally they have like a little party where people come in, they pick up their pie, they chit chat. Well, in this case, they're going to text from the parking lot. I'm here. And then the agent or the team member is going to run out to the parking lot and give them their pie. Yeah. So you're not going to have the interaction that maybe you want, but you can still have the interaction before and after on the phone. Yep. So I wouldn't be one, you know, if these are traditions that you have, I would tweak them. I wouldn't cancel them due to COVID. I think that would yeah. be making a mistake. You know, I love the the drive through trick or treat thing. I had a coaching client a couple of years ago who did a trunk or treat, mm. uh, and it had nothing to do with COVID, and it was this huge success. And it had to do with the launch of this new charter school, but still, um, yeah. Okay. COVID is a heck of a of an excuse to do something really fun for Halloween. I think a lot of us don't know. And Colorado is pretty tight on COVID restrictions. We're we're 100% masks required. It's not optional. It doesn't depend yep. on the municipality. It's required. Yeah. No one said anything about Halloween. And we're all like, all right, here's your Snickers. Like, we, <laughs> we can't figure out how that's going to go. Right. So right. I think if you were the one to raise your hand and say, I've got an idea. I'll handle Halloween for you and your kids. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that, you know, the drive through is a cool idea. The um, it's it, and some of you are thinking, OK, it's the 14th. We're getting too close to Halloween. Good point. Mm, 
Maybe, maybe not, right? Maybe that's the drunk monkey saying you only you have over two weeks. You yeah. can act now. I mean, yeah. you know. Um, so getting into November, getting into Thanksgiving, the pie idea, we've done this for our agents, mm -hmm. right? So uh, we used to do a spring fling, which was like a reverse pot by the agents would come by the main office and they would pick up an orchid. We'd have cookies and music, right? It was like a social mm -hmm. thing. And then in the fall, we would do pies um, on Thanksgiving week. Mm -hmm. We'd have like one day, they had to pre-order pumpkin or apple. We used a local bakery, although Costco's fine, I think. You know, I've had people say, well, well you know, I don't have a good local bakery. Would Costco work? Right. Yes. yes, something is better than nothing. And they have these pies that are like the size of a freaking paella, you know, skillet thing, right? And, you know, for like eight bucks or whatever, it's just, it's right. crazy cheap. So, so, and if you're gonna do Costco, by the way, so many agents do that now, you actually need to order. Don't assume they're gonna right. have enough for you. So, no, 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 no I think that that's a good point. Yeah. So try to buy local if you can't. We used to get our orchids from Trader Joe's. And we, we, we would go to Trader Joe's and we would say, okay, we're going to need, you know, 60 orchids on this yeah. date. And they would make sure that they had them just like you said, right? They may have them, but don't assume. Just call, let the, you know, order um, order ahead so you don't have that so problem. Sidebar, I st I, I'm with you. I was keeping my mouth shut about buy local because um, I have been such a pie snob in years past. And I've been shamed by agents who are just like, Costco all the way, baby. I'm like, who's going to drive across town for a $5 pie, please? And then their event is a huge success. Right. So that's the reason I was being quiet about that. But you know what? There's so many reasons to buy local. Oh, and yeah partnered with a wonderful local bakery. Think about COVID for heaven's sakes. Let's keep our local business. Especially now, I was going to say. Partner, yep. partner with a wonderful local bakery and make a big bleeping deal of it. Yep. Right? Really, really promote this event. Uh, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. So yeah, Costco's doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Costco's, Costco's had a really good year. Pay for money. Yeah, they, they, they don't need your money as, as, you know, as much as the, the bakery down the street. Um, so you can do, you, I think you can still do a reverse pop by, mm -hmm. right? Again, if you don't want them coming into your office, sure. having them text, right? Yeah. You run out to their car or you can do the traditional pop by and let's talk about that. So there's the, there's almost the, the pop by and the drop off, mm -hmm. right? So the pop by traditionally has been, you make an appointment, you stop by, you say hello, right? Then there's the drop off. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of this depends on your community, how you feel about COVID, yeah. Um, I think, you know, it was your idea, what, six or seven months ago to not stop doing these things, but drop something off and do a photo or a video. Hey, I just dropped off XYZ. I hope you guys are doing great. Enjoy XYZ. I'm out. And then yeah. off you go. So you could do the same thing with pie. Uh, again, I think it's very, you know, it's funny. I, I coach, I don't know, 20 or tw it's 25 or 30 people in group coaching. And we talk about like door knocking and stuff. And in the same group, in the same metropolitan area of DC. Oh no, my neighborhood, you can't door knock here. People are very sensitive. Other people, 30 miles away, again, same community. Oh yeah, I'm still door knocking, we're good. It just, it <laughs> totally depends on the neighborhood, the community, right? So yeah, do what's best the for- the agent though. Oh, that too. A lot the mindset of the agent. Anyway, keep going. Yep, so I love the pie idea. Um, I love the pop by idea. Do it reverse if you want. And I think the more people you're trying to reach, mm -hmm. the reverse pop by makes it a lot easier, right? Mm -hmm. What Lisa did a couple of years ago, delivering 200 pies in one day, it's not normal. 
it's great, right? But it's not it's not what most people do. So the reverse pop by idea works, yeah. right? And if you feel like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could do 200 pies Thanksgiving week, have them come to you, right? Have them pre-order, have them come to you, have the conversations. You know, we were we used to tell our agents you could choose pumpkin or apple. I don't know if I mentioned that. We gave them a choice. And then those of you in the in the DC metro market, we use mom's apple pies out in Leesburg. I think that they also have a location in Occoquan now. And you know, this is a very small bakery, right? They they could absolutely use our business. So anyway, um, that's an idea. So why well, don't you don't know what a reverse pot buy is? Those who are new to real estate or new to this concept, you're basically throwing a client event and making them come to you to pick up their right. pie. Yep. And I wouldn't even downplay it and say it's less good or if you have to because driving to 200 people's houses is probably so arduous that you can't so <laughs> reverse pop by is lovely and everybody Agreed. needs an excuse to get out so yep no that's good so talk to me about some maybe some some drop-off ideas um what's that look like around the holidays and we haven't really gotten to december ideas yet either um so any more thoughts on kind of fallish ideas, I guess? Yeah, so there's the thing that's wonderful about thinking of things that are less perishable than an actual pie mm -hmm. would be that you could just stick it on their porch and text them a picture or text them a video and run. Right. So that can be, um, I, I have a client who does this smoky um, glasses and a bottle of wine. Now that's probably a 10 or $12 gift, but depending mm -hmm. on the client, that's perfectly lovely. Sure. And, Provided it's not going to freeze tonight, that would be fine. Um, so like bags of candy with super catchy slogans. And I think we've all seen them. And, and guys, just Google it. Google pop by ideas mm -hmm. and you'll find something that you really like. What happens to me when I do, though, is I find things that are a little too labor intensive and I get really excited. Because uh, the last time we talked about this, I found this really cool ice cream kit that was so much work. Um, so yeah, there's lots of cool ideas if you just want to Google pop by ideas. But like Plants can be a lovely thing. You can mm -hmm. get a $5 herb, even at this time of year, um, heading into closer to Christmas. Sometimes you can get rosemary shaped like a tree. It's mm. a bowl, it smells lovely. Um, so um, uh, flashlights, if you could get a bunch of flashlights just before Halloween yep. and you know, wish them and their kids luck, you know, out having a wonderful time, if that's a thing. <clears throat> right. Always take that go that extra mile for a cute little tag and again not not encouraging you to overthink it um go to canva just google cute tags you, you'll be able to find something or heck maybe you just need to write it yourself but make a pretty tag make it memorable um, but the thoughtfulness matters more than anything else agreed i've got a client who's done uh wreaths from the boys and girls club for years mm -hmm. and she does it's, you know, 20 or 25 people get them. It's not, you know, a $5 gift, obviously. But, you know, these people, if they take a picture of the wreath on their door, they post it on Facebook, thank you yeah. so much, da-da-da-da-da. I mean, you know, you can get some pretty long shelf life, yeah. you know, around something like that. And then if you ever stop doing it, they're probably going to call you and say, hey, I need my holiday wreath. <laughs> yep. <laughs> start a tradition, right? Like I said, um, Realtor actually pays for trees. Heaven knows, those must be awfully expensive. But a wreath is not too over the top. Right, and right. to support a local organization as you do it, great yep. double, yep. double dip. Um, I don't want to forget about just holiday cards, right? Uh, Hallmark actually has a business department section, website, 
um, where they will, you know, they, they help you with uh, custom cards. They're fairly inexpensive. Mm -hmm. um, so a, we used to do, when I was on a team with Pat Wallace, who has since retired, my gosh, this was 18 years ago now, probably, uh, we would do Thanksgiving cards mm -hmm. because we didn't want to get into the, do they celebrate Kwanzaa, Christmas, or Hanukkah, right? The, especially the DC area. I mean, all of our large metropolitan areas are just melting pots with all sorts of different people that celebrate different things. And yeah. we just didn't want to get into the whole December holiday thing, right? Yeah. So we always did Thanksgiving cards. And it's nice because nobody really gets a Thanksgiving card, right? Some people still get Christmas cards and this and that. So I think now is also the time to be thinking about um, Thanksgiving cards, holiday cards, Happy New Year cards, that's pretty benign as well, right? Yeah. So, you know, ideas around all of that stuff. So if you if you don't want to go big, then consider just doing a card. Sure. You know, I, I agree with you about the Thanksgiving cards, and it's not um, fear of the December holiday doing it wrong. But I get, I get holiday cards from dentists I don't even use, like, right. like Christmas cards, right? right? Um, and, and every single title company sends me one and they even make their staff sign it. And yes. it's like, it, I, every time I look at that, I'm like, what a waste of time. No message. It's not personal. Eight people had to sign this darn thing. Ding, dang it. It makes me feel bad for them. <laughs> so I, when I. Oh, yeah, do, and it comes from every title company, you know, agreed, agreed. Right. So I didn't want to be that person at, at Christmas time, at, at December holiday time. So I do, I'm a huge fan of the Thanksgiving cards, but I also wouldn't go turkey, turkey, Amy. Like I'm going to write some gratitude mm -hmm. or I'm right. not sending the card. That, and that's just me. But I yep. think a pre-written message with a signature is probably not worth the paper it's printed on, but you guys are welcome to push back on me on that. So I, I fall into the camp of something's probably better than nothing, especially if sure, you're not sending true. them something in the mail enough. But no, I like the idea. And and that's why we're talking about this early. Yeah. Right. So if you want to write the special Thanksgiving message to your best people, let's get the cards now and let's start that journey. You know, true. let's not start that the Sunday before Thanksgiving when you could be busy selling houses and then you realize, oh gosh, here we go again. Another year goes by and I didn't get my cards done. Yes. So I recommend if it's possible that you buddy up with someone in your office, um, even if you're just accountability buddies around mm -hmm. them, but some agents, they do joint events, they share the burden. But even if it's not that, even if you just have a shared deadline, you're like, all right, yeah. did you get yep. your pumpkins or did you get your cards? Okay, me too. Or, you know, maybe you have a little Zoom call where you talk about the market and you sit there and you, I don't know, do something to help you move forward. Maybe this is just me being very busy and overcommitted. Um, it's one more thing. And so having a buddy to hold me accountable to my deadlines would be helpful. No, Charlie, I think you want to be my accountability buddy? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, two words just caught my attention. What you just said, do something, mm. right? We are having this talk on October 14th. There's yeah. plenty of time for everybody that is watching and listening to do something, commit yes. to doing something. Yes. It doesn't have to be the pumpkin patch this year. Maybe it's just a holiday card. It's personalized. Yep. That's great. But commit to doing something. Otherwise, come January 15th. Yep. You're going to be kicking yourself because you've missed out on the easiest opportunity to be in touch with your people. Yeah. And look, you know, and the do something here, here's the not planned, not well thought out, not mapped out, not perfect, but you see poinsettias as a smoke and deal at Home Depot, grab three and yep. them off. 
right? I like it. Yes. Uh, and so the sooner the better, um, get a little bit of a map of where all your people are to give you a fighting chance. Um, sometimes you forget. It's like, wait, oh, I'm in that neighborhood. That right. would have been easy. So yep. yeah, I would say something is absolutely better than nothing. Oh, but Charlie, you've said before, now is the season, pick up the phone, whatever it is, just say hello, holiday touches of all kinds. And you, this is not the last you'll hear of it because there's a lot of opportunity between here and the end of the year do something. I think I think everyone listening and watching are going to hear us say those words quite a bit over the next couple months. Just do it! Thanks for listening to Real Talks Dominate Your Real Estate Business.